Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Yeah, let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, I, you know, this is a story that mm. we've already been doing this on Android, shall we say. And, you know, I've mm. been, you know, we clowned you when we were talking about the difference between apps and Android and all that good old stuff. But, I mean, now it is officially here um, for you. And I'm happy to see that uh, it, it's actually there. YouTube will bring picture in picture to iPhones and iPads. Um, yeah. Basically, uh, Apple added support for picture in picture video for iPads uh, with iOS 9, and it brought it to iPhones with iOS 14. Um, since then, YouTube support for the features on iPhone and iPads have been spotty. It works for iPad if you're using Safari. Um, and iPhone users have only been able to access the feature periodically. Um, yeah. A YouTube spokesperson told The Verge that the feature is currently rolling out to premium subscribers only and that a launch for all iOS users, uh, including the free ones in the U.S., is in the works. Um, yeah. So what do you think about that? Hey, I love it. I'm a premium YouTube subscriber, and oh, I subscribe so you to premium. It. Yeah, look, I, I'm I'm in the game. I'm I'm all about it. I subscribe to premium specifically for two things: for the picture in picture, and so I didn't have to watch everyone else's. Ads. I want y'all to watch our ads on YouTube, <laughs> but I I don't want to watch anybody else's ads. But well, three things for that, and also the ability to download our content whenever, so we can repurpose it. So. Those were the three reasons why I went with premium. That I, That's really a subscription that I feel we as content creators spend a lot of time on YouTube. So we, we really need that additional capability and functionality. Picture in picture, yeah, finally coming to iOS. Android had it for decades, for many generations. It just, it just, uh, I don't know why it took so long to get the, uh, the capability on the iOS side, the, the, the processors and, and the phones themselves were capable enough to do it. It's, it's just, again, just apples and oranges here trying to, trying to uh, roll features out and capabilities out. I, I wish that they, I honestly wish that YouTube didn't just, look, give it to everybody. 
Everyone on Android already has picture-in-picture and these types of capabilities. Give it to everybody on iOS as well and stop being um, picky. Stop being, you know, trying to bougie about your capabilities and functionality. So I, I, I don't know. But, hey, yeah, I, I got premium, so, I, so I'm digging it. I'm, I'm loving it already. Background, so let, so play add, as well. So, so, so let me ask you this. Is it um, yeah. that because iOS is very selective on the type of apps that they put into their system that they just did, they were not being friendly with I I mean with YouTube or was this just a personal decision for Apple not to partner with YouTube to do to, to have a so, feature like this Yeah so that's a great question right and and it's the it's the answer is the exact same reason why iOS doesn't have widgets to the same extent that you have them on, on the Android platform, right? Your widgets on the Android platform for anybody who has ever used Android, you know that they're, they're they're rich, they're 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 multi-layered. The ones that we have on iOS are very rudimentary, very very basic, right? And it's just the integration that needs to happen within the operating system and the application that that Apple, I guess, either wasn't comfortable with, didn't want to open up those APIs and that capability. But now it's starting to get to the point where. Um, Someone like a Google is is adhering to Apple's requirements for integration with the with the operating system. You saw that also recently with Spotify, when Spotify actually launched their app on the Apple Watch to allow for um, downloading playlists to the watch. Right for a long time, Spotify didn't have that capability as well. It was just Apple Music. But again, these companies started integrating and, and working even closer with Apple and their, their their APIs allowing that capability. So Spotify and now YouTube allowing background and picture-in-picture capability. I only see this growing and getting getting more capable as, as time goes on. I, I don't know who would be the next app actually to do something like this, right? Because, because again, uh, music and video would be the, the two that make most sense to me, but I, I don't know right. of an application that could, could could benefit from this more than honestly those two, um, maybe Pandora, right? I think Pandora also would be the next one for folks who who have that as a music service. But you know. let me ask you this: um, yeah. Rich Vibe says, "Why are they talking to the Virgin, not the Lab?" <laughs> That's very funny. Why do you think that they only? Hey, wrote hey, highlight that, highlight that. Oh, you want me to put it back up <laughs> on the screen? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna use that as a screen grab uh, right there. Um, <laughs> Why do you think instead of just making it a freemium, you know, for everybody, why did they only roll it out to, you know, just only the the, the subscribers of what was it? Uh, premium subscribers. It, it's a. I think it's again, it, it's, it's one of them bougie things. And, and, and I, I hate to talk bad about Apple like that, but it's again, trying to be a premium type of product, a premium type of an offering if you are already paying for the capability from you. I think it's, a, it's an Apple thing. I don't think it's a, it's, a, it's a Google slash YouTube decision to only offer this capability to a certain number of, of users. I honestly think that this is Apple and that probably they're testing the environment to see if it breaks, right? If you're already paying for the capability of having uh, background play, downloading videos, yada, 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 all these different things, then, then maybe you're more apt to be kind of the early adopter of this new functionality. It will eventually roll out, but I really think that this is Apple saying, let, let me test it on this subset of our users, as opposed to 
opening the floodgates to the millions of iPhones out there and the number of folks that are watching YouTube on, on those devices. So I, I think it's honestly an Apple thing as opposed to a YouTube uh, decision. All right. Well, hopefully uh, it will be sooner than later. <laughs> maybe hopefully by, hopefully by the Christmas, common folks can get uh, these YouTube. May, maybe by Christmas, <laughs> if you have an iPhone, you'll be able to listen to this in the background, if that makes sense. So Come on. hopefully. Come on, so let, let, let the premium subscribers have it for the next five months yeah. and then give it as yeah. an early Christmas gift. Um, all right, let's switch gears. Shout out to us premium subscribers. Oh, my God. <laughs> and what is the premium subscription that you're paying right now? Uh, 11.99, 11.99 a month. Oh, okay. Well, that's another subscription. Just go but, ahead. And hey, but again, I, but I get I get YouTube music along with that, so right. I get music and I get the uh, the YouTube no ads background play picture picture. It's that's eleven dollars. I'm willing twelve dollars. I'm willing to pay. All right. So let me ask you: Are you uh, you use DoorDash? You use Grubhub? I do. We use both of them. Really? So delivery apps like Grubhub and DoorDash are going to charge are charging uh, restaurants huge commission fees. Um, have you thought about uh, delivery co-ops? What do, what do you think of that? No. I, you, know, you, you turned me on the first time by reading this, this article, to be honest with you, and, and I'm not sure if I've heard of other options outside of those large providers, the Grubhubs, the DoorDashes, and the Uber Eats, things like that, but this is an interesting story here that you got. Well, uh, basically... Third-party third apps like Seamless and Uber Eats, um, the COVID-19 lockdowns, uh, basically, you know, they help the app's growth. Um, but the uptick in the use of such platforms over the past uh, five years, I mean, it, it's helped it grow. But the convenience of these apps masks uh, an inherently predatory nature with crippling fees and dubious business practices that mm. afflict restaurants and delivery drivers. Commission fees can account for about 15 to 30 percent of an order sales and major companies, including Grubhub, have been sued for allegedly sneaky practices to ramp up fees. Um, delivery drivers are complaining. Um, they're considered independent contractors have earned low wages for minimal protections uh, from the companies. Um, and then also, um, reports have revealed creatively devised schemes like Grubhub building fake restaurant websites or DoorDash delivering knockoff food from ghost kitchens. Um, and, you know, I'm not, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not mad at the, at the ghost kitchen. You know, I, I think that's a great thing for people who, you know, don't have actual businesses off the ground, but, uh, I, I think that you got to do what you got to do to try and build it out. But basically there's a, uh, there's a couple or there's a team, um, out of Lexington, Kentucky. Um, they've established a subscription based model in the summer of 2020 with delivery co-op. Currently eight restaurants pay $300 per month to participate while around 400 customers pay $25 a month to use the delivery service with no extra fees. Um, those funds goes towards operating costs and over $20 per hour for drivers who are full-time employees of the company. And after three months on the job, drivers are eligible for medical insurance. And after one year, they qualify for profit sharing options. So, I mean, this is working for them out there yeah. in, in Kentucky and basically, you know, getting about 35 hours a week. 
I mean, you're still making good money. Um, the, the customer subscription price tag may seem tough to swallow, um, especially with less than 10 restaurants currently in the books. Um, but they're basically saying um, the average DoorDash user can pay $25 in fees over just two or three orders. And with Delivery Co-op, they know that 100% of their order purchase goes back to the restaurant. Thoughts? Hey, it's, it's, all, it's all about that money, right? Uh, I, 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 would, I would guarantee, well, let, let, me, let me get this. I would garner to think that there will be more of these types of co-ops popping up across the country. And this is probably being used as a, as a, as a case example, because again, uh, places are just now starting to open back up. People, are, these organizations, these restaurants don't have as much money as they used to. Um, you know, they had to let go staff, whatever the case may be. I think more folks are doing the Uber and the Lyft and, the, and that type of thing, right, to have some additional income. So there's more and more folks out there doing these types of delivery types of services. The fact that within these co-ops, the drivers are considered full-time employees of these organizations, right? That was a huge thing with Uber and Lyft not too long ago. Um, there were some big lawsuits actually here in, here in California, I'm not sure across the country, but not recognizing the drivers as employees, but only recognizing them as contractors. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I, you know, restaurants got to do what they got to do, keep that money going. And folks are still going to continue ordering food as opposed to going out all the time because we've done it for already for 15 months and not everyone is still comfortable with going out and being around a whole bunch of people. So this is just going to continue to be a thriving hustle industry. Right, the, the folks that are out there, they're doing these delivery driving, and and you, you you can't be having hidden fees and 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 what what was the actual statement that uh, that was in the in the post there? All these commission fee, huge commission fees, right? Yeah. You, you can't be charging those back too, especially not to the drivers. Man. So, so yeah, restaurants got to do what they got to do, and if they got to start their own uh, consortium, if they, if they got to start their own uh, back channel groups to do these delivery services, then yeah, the more power to them so they can keep some of that money in their pocket and keep, keep business going. Here's another thing. Um, they said back in November, restaurants in Dayton, Ohio formed 937 Delivers, a locally run and operative, mm -hmm. uh, operated cooperative named for the city's main area code uh, with startup funds mm -hmm. from nonprofit co-op Dayton. And they said as of April, um, 937 Delivers uh, includes 20 restaurants that contribute $300 a month plus $2 per delivery. Customers living in a six mile radius of downtown Dayton can pick a participating restaurant on the co-op's website and pay a flat $6 and 50 cent, uh, fee per delivery. And as of mid March said, it completed over 5,500 sales worth over $185,000, uh, all of which stayed within the community. So, I mean, that's great. And I mean, they're also talking about this is happening in Nebraska um, as well. So, I mean, this is something that, you know, that, that could really be something. And you're keeping that money in the community, shall we say. Yes. Um, yeah, that's, that's what it's about right there. Yeah. So, I mean... 
There was another thing I wanted to, I can't find the actual part. Um, let's see. They were saying that this happened in DC also DC to DC to go, go as a localized ordering and delivery platform. While not technically a cooperative, DC to GoGo's mission was similar and that it keeps money within the local economy and supports independent restaurants. Um, they said that, that we are not the people who should be starting this in Chicago or Boston. We would love to partner with those people so that other cities can benefit from a delivery business that isn't built around vulturing profits from restaurants. Um, Representatives for the top three delivery apps, DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub also defended their commission fee structures and statements. They asserted that those funds cover platform operating fees and fair wages for drivers. Um, how re reports have revealed how most DoorDash contract workers can actually earn less than $2 per order after expenses. So I, I know a lot of people haven't been, you know, uh, fond of that. But, you know, I know a lot of I, there was an article I read the other day and the lady was basically saying um, she didn't even have enough money just to pay, you know, for gas. And it was like she worked six hours and didn't even have the money. So that's 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 definitely rough on, you know, somebody that, you know, I think when Grubhub, I think all these startups are great when they first start out, but then it's like, how do we start making money? Then they start charging these unnecessary fees. And then it's like the company starts to get greedy <laughs> and then the independent contractors, they start to lose out to see Uber and Lyft work three to five years ago, maybe even seven years ago. It was awesome. But the cab drivers were complaining, saying that they were pushed out. So, I mean, what, what, what do you do? You know, I mean, now it's almost kind of like the old saying where the mom and pop stores. Now you got urban sprawl where Walmart came in. And now these big box retailers are saying stop shopping on Amazon <laughs> because yeah, but you did yeah. the same. But you did the same thing in the early 2000s, you know, so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Right. Uh, if I let me see, what, what what does Rich say? Rich says, um, if I want to tip the driver, fair enough. And I think a lot of these people have gone to the extreme as customers who order the food. They order the tip or they pay for the tip and then they, you know, retract the tip. So now you don't even get the tip for driving, using your gas money. And oh, that's dirty. Is that right? Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's dirty. Yeah, because right. I pay for the tip in the app right before it even shows up. I, I give it right, the, you but know, you can yeah, they're, but you can retract it if you want. I didn't know that. I, I wouldn't do that. But if these people out here trying to get this money, man, they they trying to get the hustle along like like all of us. I wouldn't. God, y'all, that's dirty, y'all. But look, but look at this here, here in Atlanta. Yeah, this is true. Exactly, we have a shortage exactly. of workers. That's, Can't get enough people to serve the exactly food, let alone the driver. So, I mean, just to be able to go to Waffle House now takes about an hour, hour and a half. You know, right now, from personal experience, going to um, McDonald's and Popeye's, um, they have it to where you have to go through the drive through. They just lock the doors because they don't. There's a shortage of workers. Mm. So, mm -hmm. uh, and then here's the funny one last, what, two weeks ago, we ordered a pizza and it literally took us four hours just to get it. 
I bet y'all was hot too after. I mean, y'all Pizza was, was mad. Cold. I bet after that. I, I'm oh, so, and man. then when she's called, and then when she called, it's funny because when she called, they were closed. <laughs> I, I, I would have been knocking on the door. You know, y'all gonna you gonna make me something tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So, I that's, mean, but that's too bad, man. Right? I mean, that, that's that's the sign of the times. Hopefully, we're, we're getting out of that. Um, I, there, there was one thing that I wanted to, to mention. I, I I saw a story a couple of months ago that there was a black owned, a woman who started a black owned delivery service. So similar to Uber, similar to Lyft, and I can't remember what state it was in. But again, trying to combat the, the crazy commission fees and the and the. Um, surge charges as they call it right so actually offering offering that within the community and then keeping that money within the community because every time you guys get a ride from lyft and uber that money goes back to some of that goes commission goes back to san francisco it, it goes back to the company as opposed to staying with the driver and, and themselves so, so I, I like the fact that there are entrepreneuring spirits out there that are trying to bring Jobs, trying to bring opportunities and keeping that money local within their communities. Well, so here, that, here's the problem. And this is right here in this article. It says spreading the word can also be tough. These businesses produce and organize uh, most, if not all of their marketing and advertising in house while DoorDash and Uber Eats hire <laughs> Sesame Street crew and Cardi B to hawk their services during the Super Bowl. So, I mean, when you have, you know, when you have that kind of money, you know, I mean, yeah. a, a local yeah. upstart in just your small town, I mean, just to be able to run advertising can be, you know, can be expensive. So that's true. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's it, it's rough. I, and I wish them nothing but the best, you know, but it's, it's going to I like the fact that you get to keep most of the money in house and twenty five dollars a month to where you're either paying a small minimal fee which is $2 at max to have the, cause you're paying for a subscription service of these local restaurants. Now, if you get more than six, but remember it's in that metropolitan area of, of the area or that, I don't know the actual word that I'm looking for, but in that 20 mile radius of where you stay. And then you have your X amount of drivers that work for you. Everyone keeps that money in house. So love it being creative. Hey, keep, keep it up. Keep yep, it up. Yep. Yep. Um, now competition is, is good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I yeah, I love competition. I, I, so, um, Android, you know, this is my thing here. Uh, go ahead. Shouts out Android. I see it, but this ain't a good story. This, ain't a, <laughs> this, ain't a good this is a good story. You know, it really is. And I think a lot of people need to pay attention because Android <laughs> smartphone users remove these eight apps laced with joker malware um you got to be careful what you download or what you use as apps shall we say um so i'm i'm giving you a heads up now if you are a android user i'm putting you on game okay <laughs> i'm just trying to help you out um these eight applications were reported to Google and the tech giant has removed all the applications from the play store. So if you have them, just get rid of them. Um, a few Google play store applications have been spotted with Joker malware. The malware sneaks into a user's device via the app 
and then secretly collects data and goes on to subscribe these users to premium subscriptions without the knowledge or consent of the user. <laughs> that's Man, brutal, bro. That's crazy. Uh, Joker, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joker Trojan uh, malware has been spotted in the Google Play Store app since the past three years. Um, and then basically... These are the eight apps that were recently spotted laced with Joker Trojan viruses and should be removed from any Android device. Um, and those eight are, let me see if I can get them on the screen real quick. Those eight apps are auxiliary message, fast magic SMS, free cam scanner. I think I had that at one point. Super message, element scanner, go messages, travel wallpapers and super SMS. So the SMSs, I'm not really, you know, I'm not too keen on those. Um, but that free cam scanner, uh, I think that's where you can scan a document. And when you scan that document, you know, you can text it or use it as a PDF. And I mean, it's free. So quite naturally, you're going to pay for the free one before you pay for the 999 one. I mean, yeah. let's just be honest, but be aware if you do have this app on your phone or any of the other ones, please be aware that you need to get rid of them. Uh, like immediately, <laughs> like immediately. Um, so, I mean, super SMS, travel wallpapers, go messages, element scanner, super message, free cam scanner, fast magic SMS and auxiliary mass message. Um, and the, so, so folks, the ramification, or oh, that's a big word that I, I, I hardly really use, but what Joker does, it will literally steal your information as you type it in. So it's, a, it's kind of like a keylogger, right? It, it will actually take your information, your private information that you're sending out through text messages. It'll, it'll engage and interact with your device information and whatever your contact list is. And behind the scenes, what Joker Trojan does is start signing you up for premium <laughs> services that you don't even know about. So these apps right here, anyways, these aren't top of the line apps, right? right. I can guarantee you this is, these aren't on the first two or three pages. Of right. It's Google something you probably downloaded. Apps. Yeah. It's something you probably downloaded and forgot about or said, let me see yeah. what it is. Let me see how it sounds or let me see how it works. And you probably yeah. forgot about it. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. It's not, like you said, they're not popular, but that free cam scanner, I'm pretty sure I've had it at least once and, you know, um, on one of my phones. So just to know, I know I don't have it now, but, um, yeah, get rid of it if you can. Um, but speaking of Android, you know, we got to, let me see if I can find it. We got to talk about Mac. Mm. So Mac, why are you has, bringing up all this bad news? Yeah, Mac, you know, uh, iOS. Um, there's a specific network name that can completely disable the Wi-Fi on your iPhone. <laughs> this is crazy, bro. So, this is crazy. So I don't know if you were bold enough to try this. Um, I, I don't know, man. I will. I will. So there, there's this? a. I, I am. So there, there's a, there's a, and, and you can show the, show the story. There is a uncommon Wi-Fi SSID that you can try to join. And if you do try to join that and are successful, it could actually disable all of your Wi-Fi connectivity. 
probably permanently. It, it, look, join your own Wi-Fi network first. Don't be, be be real cautious of public Wi-Fi and don't type in this crazy looking one. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, what is that? Percent sign P, percent sign S, but something that looks crazy like that anyway, that looks cryptic anyway, I, don't, don't join that. But I, as a cowboy coder, early adopter, tester, technologist, I will actually try to join that network and see if I can brick my iPhone just to come back next week and say, don't do it because I did it. Um, you want to do it now? It, you you want to do it now? No, brother, because that because that's how I'm I'm pushing NDI from my phone right now to get this to get this screen. Oh yeah! Hey, look, this screen is going very well outside of me. You know, forgetting to press the record button at the beginning. So yeah, don't mess nut. Look, don't mess nothing up right yeah. now. I don't want I'm nobody not, saying, "Tall I'm, boy, man, you 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 doing too much." Yeah, I'm not I'm not pushing any buttons. And but what's nice again, I'm coming NDI off my phone right now. I'm using eCam so I can actually zoom in a little bit because I didn't like coming in naked. But you know, and and then yeah, the stream is, is doing what it needs to do. So. Uh, again, technology, we're doing a lot of things. We're doing a lot of things here. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just say wild Wi-Fi networks, SSIDs that you don't know, don't just go out there and start joining them and, and trying to connect to them. It, it'll show that it's an open network. Man, just 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 don't do it because, again, that's a good way for folks to fish you. And there's a good, that's a good way for folks to um, implant some malware or whatever on you, break your system, cause your Wi-Fi to not work again what we used to call bricking your iPhone. I'm going to try it though. All right. So let, <laughs> let me go ahead and give him the story real quick. Um, basically there's this guy named Carl Shrew. I hope I said his name right. Said that after joining a Wi-Fi network with a specific name with the percent P percent S percent S percent S percent S percent N all Wi-Fi functionality on the iPhone was disabled from that point on. Once, mm, an, once an iPhone or iPad joins the network with the, with that name, the device fails to connect to the Wi-Fi networks or use system networking features like AirDrop. Um, the issue persists after rebooting the device, although a workaround does exist, and it, it, it tells us below. Um, basically, the, the likely explanation is the percent character um, now, this is a little bit out of the average consumer's wheelhouse. Uh, the syntax is commonly used in programming languages to format variables into an output yes. string. In C, yep. the percent in specifier means to save the number of characters written into the format string without a string out to a variable passed to the string format function. The Wi-Fi subsystem probably passes the Wi-Fi network name SSID unsanitized to some internal library that is performing string formatting, which in turn causes an arbitrary memory write and buffer overflow. This will lead the memory to corruption and the iOS watchdog will kill the process, hence effectively disabling the Wi-Fi for the user. So James, I said all of that, which was a mouthful. <laughs> Since you're a coder, do you mind explaining that in plain English, what I just said? Yeah, and, it, and it's pretty straightforward, folks, right? And, and I'll, I'll, I'll use as many as much layman terms as I possibly can. Look, before you start, this, before you start, this is the message that- You gonna put some music up? 
Oh, look, look, look. Huh? <laughs> Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, look, Rich Vibes is like, yeah, what he said. <laughs> so what it happened was so so in plain yeah. English, yeah, in plain English, what does all of that mean? A lot of what the back end of the iOS operating system is built on and run off. The programming language is now called Swift but there are some components of the C programming language as well. And the best way to put this is they are short codes or functions that do different things by, by putting in the ampersand or by putting in the percentage sign and a particular character that do different things in that programming language. A lot of folks don't recognize that. A lot of folks aren't aware of that. And this particular pattern of short codes and um, uh, access characteristics spawn off different different functions within the programming language. So again, shutting off Wi-Fi, blocking access to the phone. So when you string those things together, when you string those short codes together, it calls functionality within the programming language to do this, this, and this. It's like running developer's mode on, um, on your browser or something, or running beta software with development capabilities turned on. That's what this is. And again, not everyone is, the majority of folks aren't even going to be touching this, but it's the folks that are just 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 trying to live on the edge or think that they're trying to be slick or trying to be ahead of the curve and fancy are going to use this type of characteristic. But that that's essentially what it is. It's short codes that are within the operating system and within the programming language that when they're strung together, they cause the the operating environment to do certain things. And this particular string of, of syntax caused his Wi-Fi to be shut down and you to break your phone. So don't do it. So basically, don't do it. As, as she says, never hey, just see that. Right, y'all are on the same page, I, man. I, I love me some. I ain't mad. Well, I love me some Tammy James. I, I'm gonna I'm say it online. <laughs> oh yeah. man, that is hilarious. <laughs> uh, oh man, y'all y'all are hilarious. So basically, it says nevertheless. Um, Nevertheless, if you are somehow um, uh, affected by it, um, this bug mm. does not appear to permanently damage your hardware. You should be able to reset all network settings and yeah. start over. In settings, go to general reset, reset network settings, yeah. and then the, this resets all saved Wi-Fi networks on the phone, and uh, as well as your cellular settings and VPN access. There thereby removing the knowledge of the malicious network name from his memory. Yeah. And you can then join your standard home Wi-Fi once more. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's, it's a pain to have to go through that, but it's actually really straightforward to reset the network settings. But then again, you have to go in and, and re-update your SSID or your, your network name that you always use. Uh, so just, just don't, don't join any networks that you're not aware of folks. Yeah, if you do, <laughs> go, go ahead right. with go XLR. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of um, go XLR, um, mm -hmm. let's see what we got here. I got a, a couple toys in the mail from your boy. Oh, talk yeah, to us. Talk yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah, I got a couple toys in the mail, and I actually opened it up. Uh, today. Put yourself full screen. No, put, put yourself you put full, full screen. screen. You want to put it full screen? So, um, yes. Mr. Floyd, who was our guest the other day, 
uh, two weeks ago, um, he sent me some goodies. Uh, I thought he played me a little bit to the left, but uh, he actually, he actually, he actually did right by by me. I called him a couple of times, and he said, you know, Derek Floyd's good and man. It, it it didn't get processed, but I got you. But this thing right here, the iRig Pre Two, um, I actually had a chance to play with it, and uh, it actually works, man. Like when I saw iRig, and y'all know how I was when I first, you know, jumped on this show. Mm -hmm. I was like, hold up, bro, like. Mm -hmm. iRig doesn't work with, you know, Android. It doesn't work with, you know, um, um, PC, you know, PC yeah. and DSLR products. And, he, you know, he assured me. Now, I will say I have only tried the first part of it. So uh, which is only the, the the DSLR part. So give me one second. Let me reach over here. And, it, and while you're doing that, you know, it, it is a naming thing, right? I, I think when they first started, it was predominantly iPhone capability and connecting that to, to Macintosh type of gear. But the fact that they're cross-platform is, is just amazing. IK Multimedia, shouts out to them for all Yeah, so I, I definitely want to give him a shout out for this. Um, so this is the actual device. And um, I plugged it in and it, it it even came with the batteries. So I was really oh, wow. impressed. It, it, it let me see. Can I get it to focus? There we go. The iRig 2. Um, I actually called him right before the show, and I said, he says, man, I'm out having dinner with the family, and um, and uh, I hope this is important. So I said, hey, man, I can't get your stuff to work. And he said, well, what's wrong? And me, not thinking, I had a brain fart. I literally took my microphone without an XLR cable, and I tried to plug it in and he's like hey Tobo, you gotta use the xlr cable and i was like you know what i just had a brain fart i do apologize i'm so sorry go back and enjoy your meal with the missus and the family and um i plugged this thing in and it worked immediately once i put the batteries in plugged a pair of headphones inside of the irig 2 of which my camera does allow me to plug inside of the side of my camera um i, okay, I nice. do have that i do have that capability um, but it does have a headphone jack. I don't know if you can see it right there. Come on. It should focus. I don't know. There it is. It there should focus. So there's the headphone jack. And when you turn it on, you have a gain on this side. And let's see. I don't think it's going to. There it is. It has the gain. And you can actually uh, turn up the volume. And you can hear it in the headphones. And then also on the other side, it has a monitor that you can turn off and on. And you can also... Uh, level your headphones to be you know from as high as 10 all the way down low to one um so it actually worked i tested it i'm gonna use it um, <laughs> hopefully this weekend and uh, I'll, I'll be able to report back to you and let you know uh what my thoughts were um what my thoughts were of actually using the iRig and the cool thing about that is now i don't have to get an adapter man i always yes. lose these adapters with my XLR, um, with my XLR, the 3.5 millimeter jack, it's so hard to find one of these rings with the mm -hmm. with the two rings as opposed to the three. So yeah, the these CRS, adapters, yeah. you lose, you yeah, you lose these adapters all the time. So you have to have five or six of them on deck, and you know you just unplug it. It may fall, it might roll around, and by the time you get back home, you're like, I lost it. So knowing that it has this type of capability um this box or that i rig is pretty huge you're not losing 
you're not going to lose that part mm-hmm. right there. So I just definitely wanted to give a shout out over there to um, uh, IK Multimedia, which is the iRig Pre 2. And then the other one. Yeah. The one that I got was the iRig Video Creator Bundle. Oh, nice. So nice. Uh, this is the one for the creators. It comes with a, a mic lav, uh, LED ring light, and it also comes with the tripod um, that you can put the cell phone inside of it as well. And uh, you can actually do all your creation from uh, all from this one bundle. So I don't know... Um, if I should do something with it, or maybe we could do it as a giveaway. I got to talk to, um, talk, talk to Derek and, um, uh, see what we can do. Maybe we can do it as a giveaway for 4th of July or, you know, for the end of the summer or mm-hmm. something like that. Maybe to help us get some more followers, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so was the, was the light included in that one as well? Yeah. The light is included. I haven't opened it up yet. So, um, but okay. it does say in the box, um, this is what comes with it. So, um, yeah, I definitely. That's a nice whole whole kit that you got there for for multiple for mobile uh, content creation. Yeah. Right. So when you, when you when you get back out there in them streets and you're doing your your, your events, mobile. When we go to Vegas in January, right well, now now I, you've got your your pre two. Well, at least the pre two, right? Yeah, the pre two. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, no delay. No delay. Keyword there. Yeah, uh, there, there you go. Well, the pre two will definitely go on the road with me. Um, yeah, yeah. This, let me see if I can get it going. There we go. Um, so yeah, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Lab Tech Show, and maybe we'll find a way um, as we build up our followers, we can pick a random person. You know, um, pick 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 a random person. I got to clear it with Derek and see uh, if we can do this as a giveaway. And then hopefully that can help build our followers up and get more people aware of what their products are all about. Uh, what's up, Priscilla? Hope all is well. Uh, let's see. There, there she is. She's like, hey, y'all. And then... What's uh, going on, huh? Turn it up Tuesday. What, wasn't that what it was? Turn up Tuesday? Uh, Man, school, I missed that. I old missed that. Old school Tuesday. Old Turner. school Tuesday. Yeah, Bro, I missed them shows. She, she, you need to bring them back. <laughs> she need to bring it back. Work I it out. There's one coming up on the 16th, if I'm correct. Um, yeah, that's that's a dope show. Yeah, real, really good show. So if you haven't had a chance, um, you know, go over to YouTube once this show ends and go to Old School Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, wait till we done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wait till, wait till we're we done, done and then <laughs> go over there. <laughs> Um, let me see. She said something. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, anyway, you said you're on vacation this week and you did the show. Yeah, brother. So I've been down in, in Southern California since last Friday. Uh, we're going to be here for the rest of the week. I literally, and I, also I had to go do a business meeting yesterday. So I flew from, from, from Irvine to San Francisco yesterday for a morning meeting and then, Last night I flew back to LA, so I, I've been I've been jet setting, trying to do some things. I got to get back and hang with the family before before my wife spends all the money that's in in the account. So I, I can't be on here too long tonight. Right, uh-huh. right, right. You know, I, I, I've been given I've been given a pass for a couple of hours, but uh, I don't. <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate. <laughs> but yeah, that. I, yeah. I, I down down here kicking and relaxing. No worries, brother. This is all family too. So this is what we do. 
Um, testing technology too, remote. So I'm not in the studio. You you running the, you running the show from uh, from VMix, and and again, I'm 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 Wi-Fi, which is a bad thing, but it's working right now without any problems. And using NDI on my on my phone, which is which is really cool. Now look 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 at this one over here. She can't even come on. Uh, come on. Yeah, it's gonna be Southern California. So Southern California. That's where I'm at right now. Come on, come on. Um, and then Priscilla is over here saying she's got some good people coming. Um, nice, and then if you nice. want to know, just one, once this show is over with, go search Old School Tuesday Turn Up, and you can check out some of the previous shows. And uh, yeah, that, that's that's pretty much it. And uh, yeah, and look, she's not she's not even beating me up. She's saying, and I'm doing great. <laughs> so uh, that basically, she's saying that I'm not messing up the show. So, uh, yeah, you're not, 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 not trying to be too, too, too much tonight. Look, look I'm just trying just to keep it simple, brother. Just, just keep it simple. Just keep it simple. You know, I want to press some buttons here and there, but you know, I'm just, I know you do. When you, when you, when you brought in that tuber and you brought, and you brought in the little Go XLR sound effects, I'd be like, uh oh, you're doing a little, you're doing a little oh, something. Oh, man. Just, here, here we go. All right, man. Let's, well, speaking of sound effects, Nick speaking Nick of Stork. sound effects, Facebook yeah. uh, officially launches, um, live audio rooms and podcasts in the u.s um this is more you um this is the competitor of clubhouse um yes basically facebook announced um facebook announced that back in what was it back in april um that it had a series of planned investments in new audio products and including a clubhouse live audio competitor as well as a new support for podcasts um facebook is officially rolling out these products with the launch of live audio rooms in the u.s on ios starting with public figures and select facebook groups and the debut of an initial set of u.s podcast partners now this is quite interesting because as i was reading this story um, they were saying that the company tells us live audio rooms will become available to any verified public figure or creator in the U.S. who's in good standing with Facebook and is using either a profile or the new Facebook pages experience on iOS. And for Facebook groups, this feature is launching with dozens of groups. Now, here's the problem that I have with it. It's only launching on <laughs> iOS, and that's not fair. So yeah. both okay. products, both products uh, will become more broadly available in the weeks and months ahead as more people, podcasts and groups are brought on board. Meanwhile, 100 percent of Facebook users in the U.S. will be able to listen to live audio rooms and podcasts as of this week. Um, yeah. And they also partnered with a, a couple of people. But before I get to that, they were basically saying, let me see, see if I can bring this article um, bring this article down a little bit for you. Um, they partnered with a few people, but, um, it has a standard set of features and the event hosts appear in a rounded profile icons at the top of the screen. While the listeners appear at the bottom half of the screen as smaller icons, the active speaker is indicated with a glowing ring similar to clubhouse. And if verified, a check appears next to their name as well. There is also options for enabling live captions, uh, raise your hand, a tool to request to speak and a tools to share the room with other Facebook 
with others on Facebook through things like news feeds and uh, group posts. Um, you can have up to 50 speakers and there's no limit on the number of listeners. So you can have literally have a panel of 50. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. While listening, users can can like or react to the content as it streams using the thumbs up button at the bottom of the screen, which connects you to Facebook set of emoji reactions. And with today's official launch, listeners can also now show support to the public figure of the live audio room by sending stars. Uh, stars can be purchased during the conversation and used at any time, similar to how they work with other Facebook live content. Um, I want to jump down a little bit cause I don't want to read the whole article, but they partnered with a couple of people and I'm trying to see if I can find, um, those people that they partnered with. I see that alongside the launch of live audio rooms, um, Facebook is beginning to roll out its planned podcast support with a few select creators that include Joe button of the Joe button podcast, uh, Jess hilarious of carefully reckless from the black podcast, black effect podcast network and iHeartRadio, and Kelty Knight, Becca Tobin and Jack Vanek of the lady gang and Nikalia Matthews, Okomi of side hustle pro. Uh, Facebook will open up to other podcasters later in the summer. Yep. <laughs> you so, jaded because it's only iOS right now? <laughs> no, I mean, I just think I, I know everything I would has be. to go through iOS first. I, and I don't, you know, I, I, I get it. I, I already yeah. told you something's going to have to give. It's yeah. either going to be Audible or it's going to be Clubhouse. And to be honest with you, you were so hell bent on me um, mm-hmm. being a part of Clubhouse that mm-hmm. when I finally got on there, I, I found it beneficial, but I don't have the time. Mm-hmm. I got to give up. YouTube. Well, and I, and I, I, so, go ahead. Let me tell you the reason why I really wanted you to get on Clubhouse, because I wanted you to get on there and have the audience telling your and you telling your story and then getting to a point where you can be monetized quickly. So I'm I'm monetized on Clubhouse, and I've only hosted a handful of events. So I I know with your catalog of of of, of content and, and your wealth of knowledge that you would right now just be amazing and blowing up and, and doing all the good things. This Facebook offering is decent, and I I applaud them because Facebook has the whole planet. Right. Literally. I mean, you, you can't you can't deny that everyone on the planet who has a mobile device is on Facebook. So once this starts rolling out and then people start turning on this capability, this functionality, I am such a huge proponent of audio social networking. That's one of the, again, one of the reasons why I was big on Clubhouse, because you, you just had conversation going. And that's something I think that we lack is just having pure one-to-one conversations or one-to-many conversations. And I really think that that's, that's, that's huge. It's, it's old communication that is new again. So the, the Clubhouse, the Spotify offering, now this offering from Facebook, the difference between the Facebook offering and the Spotify offering that's already out there, Spotify allows you to record these sessions today. So as soon as they launch, they allow you to record those sessions and then maybe repurpose them. But where the Facebook offering is going to succeed is again they've got the entire planet on the platform 
you can monetize it eventually. It, it took me forever to get stars. So I, I got stars on, on my Facebook, on my Hicks New Media Facebook page. It took forever to get that. All right. So, so that's, I'm not going to say it's difficult, but that, that, that's long tail to get that capability. I think it's more straightforward to get it on Clubhouse. I don't know how Spotify is doing there. So monetization, again, that, that shouldn't be your primary objective. It, it, your objective should be sharing content, having community, and building relationships and things like that. Um, I think this is going to be successful for the fact that, again, there's so many people on the platform. Folks want a different way of communicating. We are on these networks, mainly mobile. So you're going to be away from your home or somewhere. You're going to have your phone and you're just going to want to hear and, and engage with this type of content like a podcast and, and actually have subject matter experts, celebrities, entertainers, dignitaries or whatever that you're in the same room with. That's kind of cool. I mean, you, you mentioned a couple of names already to Joe Budden, but um, what, what is it? Tina Knowles is going to have one. Mm -hmm. uh, Russell Wilson is going to have one. Uh, there's going to be a whole different types of offerings initially that folks can engage with. It's not just going to be one single lane of, 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 of information. So I think this is going to be successful. I i don't know how long. I think it's going to be a little while before I get it because I've said so much. I've talked so much trash about Mark Zuckerberg that I know he's not going to turn it on for me. But um, uh, I, I, I think I think this is a good <laughs> I, somebody's listening. I think yeah, this is somebody's listening. But I think this is good. I, I, I wish again that they would open it up to more folks. I wish it was also open for Android uh, initially, as opposed to just iOS. I think those days, that's that's tired now of just opening up capability for just one side of the fence and then then both sides of the fence. To be honest with you, so. But yeah. I'm, I'm excited for I'm excited for the technology and social. Uh, networking from a, just an audio, audio conversation perspective. I really am excited about that. Look at this one. And that's why, and that's why, that's why I wanted you on Clubhouse so you could monetize and share your story. Don't make his head big, any bigger than it is. Man, I swear the hate be real, man. <laughs> the hate does, is real. Um, like I said, it, it's hard. I mean, I get where you're going with this. It's like, tell your story. And I don't know if me being on clubhouse or even these Facebook audio rooms, am I talking from a tech perspective or am I talking about like how I got to doing what I was doing with these interviews? You know, like, I, listen, it's like, listen, the, conversation, the, conversation you and I, the conversation you and I had last night about your story, how the, how and why of the tall boy experience. That's a valuable story that can actually help someone who's new in these content creation streets. People will pay to hear that and they will support you for, for sharing that and then wanting to help them grow. That's well, what I'm talking I'm about. Let that, you that's set that really up. where I think. And when you set that up for me, then, you know, let's just see where right. it goes. I, Cause I'm open to it. Right. Um, yeah. you, you know, I'm, I'm open to it, but it's just, how do you, you know, piece it together to where you're not long winded and you get to the point and you know and it's a it's and you are giving tangible points to where people are saying hey you know what i got some value out of that if you yeah. if you can help me set that up I'm, I'm i'm all for trying it because i mean you know me ios and clubhouse was not going to work so when it came i said all right let me jump on it but then after well that, clubhouse so, is on android now Right. No, Clubhouse is on Android now. So, so what I'm going to do, and so you hear here first, folks, I'm going to set up a Clubhouse room 
where we will talk about this story on Clubhouse. It'll be multi-platform, and I'm going to set it up for next week. And I'm willing to put in the work, too. So it's not like I'm not willing to put in the work. It's just... Everybody, I hope so, because you're going to be the key speaker. You'll be the moderator, and then, <laughs> you know, basically you're just doing the interview. I mean, it's not hard. I mean, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, so uh, I, I think, I think you dope. got something going with that, and I see where you're going. And it unfortunately, Facebook's live audio rooms. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's only for iOS, but it'll eventually come over to yeah. Android as well. But I don't have that blue check. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the few people who got me over that 5,000 mark hump uh, on YouTube this past week. I definitely appreciate that because, yes, I actually made it over 5,000 followers and it's a milestone. But, you know, it's it's, it's discouraging for me because I've been doing this since 2009. And when you've been doing this since 2009, you would think that I would have more than 5,000 followers with the type of content no, brother, that I have. No, no, but don't look I, at it like that. I got to cut you off, brother. No, it's a journey, brother. It's a marathon. No, brother, no. Yeah, yeah. Relish that community that you built. Yeah, no, that, no, no, that, no. I appre- no, I appreciate this community that supports and watches and they go through and watch the videos and they're like, Hey, this guy really has some good stuff. I mean, I definitely appreciate that, but I just felt that from 2009 to now, the journey would have been much more farther than where it is, but I receive what I have and I'm humbled because I know each person that follows and subscribes to my work, they understand that it's a real grind. I'm not paying for followers. I'm not asking people to, you know, do some things illegally that they're not supposed to do with my show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, excuse me, with my mm-hmm. content on my channel. So I know that mm-hmm. those 5,000 are 5,000 organic people. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely mm-hmm. supportive of that. Um, Go ahead. Get, 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 take your flowers while you can. But, yeah. uh, and, and Hey, I'm trying to get to my, my goal for June. I just need three more. <laughs> So look, go to to James Hicks when this show is over with, and we need three people to support this. I just need three people. You just need three people. I I wish I could be that three. Try to reach my June goal. But look, Uh, we only got enough time because I told you I was trying to get this, and I know we're going to go over it now. Um, I was trying to keep it under an hour. Um, but I can't be quiet. You know, it's not. It is what it is, man. Uh, I, I get, I get it. Um, you wanted to talk about the best smartphones for 2021 so far. Um, do you have an idea of which ones are on the list? I do not, but you know what? This is crazy. I'm plugged in, but I'm not getting any power. So you read first while I, while I plug this thing into an actual outlet, because I don't want the screen to fall off. (laughs) Uh oh! See, see, there take you me go. off now, camera right quick. You've, you've no. already broken all the rules. All right, let me put the story. <laughs> I just, I just looked at my power. Yeah, take me off screen yeah, while yeah, I handle your business, brother. Handle your business. All right. So the best smartphones for 2021. Some of you guys may have the phone. Some of you may not. Um, I hope that um you let me know in the comments what do you think and while he's over there doing that i'm gonna go ahead and be a little extra since this is the last show i'm excuse me the last article let me see if i make sure i find it before i totally mess this up i'm gonna throw a little music bed up underneath this thing here and uh, we're gonna see and make it work all right so let me see what we got here um so the best smartphone. Hopefully that's copyright free music. Yeah, you know, epidemic sound. 
Shout out. Yeah. Um, the best smartphones for 2021 so far are uh, the smartphone industry has cha- has chugged on delivering some awesome products with slightly less fanfare than usual than unusual. Um, having launched four new flagships in late 2020, Apple was completely absent from smartphone headlines in the first half of 2021. But Android makers delivered some of their best devices yet. And so while we do that, um, where is uh, your part? I don't see it. Where are you at? I'm right here watching watching these hawks get beat up by the by the bucks. Hey man, don't do that, man. You already hating already. <laughs> so the first phone that we have is the Samsung Galaxy S21. That uh, basically the, the, the S21 uh, S the Galaxy S21 may not be fancy as its larger brother, the S21 Plus, and the S21 Ultra. But at seven ninety nine or eight hundred dollars, it offers the best price for performance ratio in the Samsung lineup. Uh, the entire S21 lineup of phones is one of the best Samsungs um, has ever produced with beautiful crisp displays, fast performance, long battery life, and a really powerful camera. You cannot... 8K, 8K video. I'm just going to drop the mic right there. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. You cannot expand the storage on the S21 or its brethren, and you won't find a headphone jack on any of them. Un- that unfortunately is true for Apple and Zami's best phones as well, so it's hard yeah. to hold it against Samsung these days. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that kind of sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. But, of course, if you prefer a large phone, you can get a 6.7 Galaxy S21 Plus for $200 more. And it has the same processor, a similar display, and an identical camera system, uh, both front and back as the S21. The biggest difference being the size and the biggest battery. Um, The best affordable phone. Where is that article at? Um, The best affordable phone that they have is the OnePlus 9. Um, basically, uh, the OnePlus is likely uh, just about to launch a new affordable smartphone this year yeah. with the yeah. OnePlus Nord 2, but it hasn't happened yet. Um, let me see. Still, the company's OnePlus 9 just barely takes the cake as this year's best affordable smartphone. It starts at 729 which isn't that cheap. But it's still. I was gonna say, can you can you say affordable and seven twenty nine in the same breath? <laughs> I know that's still a lot, man. Um, but still offering a great display, five G connectivity, and finally a great rear camera system. It offers a big, a bit of extra value compared to phones from Samsung and Apple, such as having a charging brick included in the box. Uh, and it's funny because my little brother has this phone. And he actually um, just got a new one because his battery life had died. But he had the phone for about two and a half years. And they just overnighted him a new one. And he was so happy that, hey, I got a a new brick. I got a new, you know, cord to go with it as well. So, you know, so now that's a cord for the car as well as a cord for, you know, the house. So or whatever his use case is. 
Um, our third phone that they were talking about was the S21 Ultra. Uh, that's, the, that's the best camera phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, basically, a powerful camera system that leverages two telephoto lenses to get to a stunning 100 times zoom and a massive 5,000 milliamp battery. It is the most powerful Android phone currently available. Um, even though in China they have some other ones, but we, we don't have that access to it. Um, basically, the S21 Ultra suffers from a feature overload that'll make your head dizzy. The 40 megapixel <laughs> selfie camera. <laughs> and if you really want the powerful phone around, you'll have to endure a bit of a learning curve. Now, this phone is kind and of again, crazy. again, but again, 8K video. Bruh. Woo. I'm the only problem That's... is this phone is $1,199. That's the yes, problem. It is. The next that phone, is the best looking foldable phone is the Huawei Mate X2. I'm not going to talk about this phone because we cannot get this phone in America. Um, it's been blacklisted by the U.S., so there's no point in even talking about it, uh, which kind of sucks. And, yeah, it is a great phone. Um, but, unfortunately, you know, here in the U.S., um, we cannot get this phone. Um, so That would be the one that I would see you going to after your LG, to be honest with you, yep. if, we, if it ever comes to the U.S. That, that, yep. That's in your wheelhouse right there. Yep, you're right. Um, mm-hmm. I know Samsung has some foldables that are coming out um, that's supposed to be releasing before the fourth quarter or sometime in the fourth quarter, but I would love to play with that Huawei Mate mm-hmm. X2 mm-hmm. if when it comes out. Um, the best everything in the kitchen sink phone is um, the Zombie MI11 Ultra. Um, so let's see. It says this by far is um, the company's most powerful smartphone. Not only does it have a massive 6.8 AMOLED display with 120 hertz refresh rate, a Snapdragon 888. Uh, processor and a 5,000 milliamp battery. That's a big phone. Man, um, that's a big phone. Yeah. It also has an over-the-top rear camera system with too many megapixels to count, uh, which is 248 megapixel sensors and a 50 megapixel sensor and a five-time optical zoom. So Insane. The, the crazy thing about this is you can't find this one. I think you have to buy it on eBay or um, Amazon, but you can't go into you know, like Verizon, T-Mobile or yeah, um, yeah. Um, AT&T and get it. So you have to buy it outright. Um, but it does. Um, the phone performs well, but the camera doesn't beat Samsung's best camera phones, meaning the MI 11 Ultra is a little short of taking the crown for best overall phone however it wins on the extras uh, such as the secondary display on the back that doubles as a selfie viewfinder oh, wow and it costs a lot of money uh, $12.99 and up depending on the configuration so only go for this one if you really need the extra features so um, those are your top phones so far for 2021 um 
James wanted to see. Do you have any of these? No, you're you're iOS, so yeah, you you didn't even make I, the cut. Well, and this was no shot. Well, no, no, I, I am. I brought this up because I'm I'm really I still have that LG Wing in my cart at Verizon because I do want to have both platforms, and I'm leaning towards getting that S21 Ultra after I hear what this thing's iPhone is going to be because I don't iPhone will be is so far from having 120 hertz uh, screen refresh screen that uh, I think I'm gonna go with the Samsung uh, S21 honestly to use as my go-to camera. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my Sony ZV1 down in my broadcast studio and mount a Samsung S21 Ultra and use that for for video purposes. Okay, it's gonna be that insane. So you go with the S21. Are you yep. going to go with the Ultra, the Plus, or or the regular one? One of the three. They, they all shoot 8K video. So, look, man, you, you, 8K video is just what's got me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with one but of those. But here's the problem with the 8K video, and not trying to be funny. I mean, how many people are actually going to really see the 8K <laughs> video? Like, you know, I'm just saying. Me. No, no that's, and that's all saying, important. Me. Nobody, nobody else is. No, what I'm saying is when you upload your content to YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, it's not going to really show you 8K nope. right now. So No, you're right, because YouTube only goes to 4K. Facebook only allows you to go to 720. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is insanity. But, no, it, it's, again, it, it's a personal thing. I, I just want to have it because I can have it. It's not going to serve any real purpose. Okay. I admit that. Okay. Yeah. Well, man, um, the Hawks are down by four points, which I thought it would probably be a blowout. But uh, Clint Capella and uh, Trey, Ice Trey, as we call them, um, yeah. they're doing it. They're, they're still holding court. Uh, second quarter, forty-one to forty-five. Um, so uh, Kevin Herter stepped up real big, and I really, um, actually, forty-three to forty-five. Um, Kevin Herter actually just made that shot. Um, but I really gave him a hard time, you know, in game six and game seven, mm -hmm. he really showed up and showed out. And, uh, as Shaq said, uh, Opie really came through for a talk. <laughs> Shaq, called, Shaq called him Opie Cunningham. I was like, come on, man, don't do that to him. I thought the same thing too, but I didn't say it out loud, but I, I'm not Shaq. So. <laughs> um, here, here's a good question, um, for you. How many yes. people care about a foldable phone? Uh, nobody cares about a full phone, to be honest with you. I don't think anyone cares. All, and, and that I probably shouldn't say that. Uh, it, it's I don't think that's at the top of the list when people consider a mini computer that they have in their pocket or in their purse. What they really care about is a great cellular network, so hopefully on 5G, so they can have clear, crisp sound and, and call quality, and also the the camera. That's all we use. That, that's what we use our phones for video and photos and clear clear sound on our on our on our calls folding capability is just more of a not even a want it's not a need obviously it, it it's it's kind of over the top um i i don't think many people are using that as as a, as a purchasing criteria to be honest with you the, the folding capability um she said personal choice i can tell the difference between the um, the picks um, so she has the LG V50, and I have the LG V60. Yeah. So, um, okay. um, 
But I mean, you know, like I said, it's a personal choice. I know that when people see my foldable phone, I know people are like, man, that's a cool phone. Where did you get that from? You know? So I know I get compliments on the phone being able to say I can do two things at once. Now on the Samsung phones, you can do split screen on the phone, but I mean, it's nothing like having a 6.5 inch display (laughs) or a seven inch display, you know, that you can do YouTube on one and you can be checking your email on the other. Or you can be watching a full length movie and just, you know, prop it up or, you know, use both, use both screens. So, I mean, outside Mm -hmm. of that little gap in the middle of the phone. So, um, but you know, to each his own, um, for me, the price for the, at that time I got it, it was $8.99 and I think now it's retailing for $6.99. So, I mean, I got a, I got a great phone under a thousand dollars. So, yeah. I mean, and you got to think the S21 was going for 999 at the time. Um, uh, at the time that the LG V60 came out, the iOS, Apple, whatever, the 12 or the 11, they were going for 999 So for LG to have a phone under $1,000 and it was a foldable, I mean. Yeah. That's, a good, that's a good look. That's a good yeah, look. I mean, you it's, can't. It's too you, bad that they, that they don't make phones anymore. It's too bad. Um. So, yeah. So. Uh, it's sad because like I said, I have to figure out something within the next year um, before mm-hmm. the support ends. Um, but I think this phone I may just keep and just retire and just say, this mm-hmm. is one of the best phones. Hopefully I don't crack the screen between now and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and my, you know, my next purchase. So, yeah. So um, definitely what's up, Robert Lee. He basically said, um, I have, he says he has a, a iPhone XR for work, but Google Pixel 3a XL for home. So I would okay. definitely like old, to see how that, Google, how that how that Google uh, Pixel um, works for him. Um, but I, if I'm correct, he gets Google Photos for life um, with that Google Pixel. Uncompressed, yep. you know, full resolution. That's I mean that's a huge thing right there, especially now that we're all looking for different carriers or providers for our photos because. Yeah. Google shut down the uh, full full capability for everyone else. Yeah, and so, and he gets Android before everyone else. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, it's another week, man. We did it. I ain't mess up. I did my thing. Mm-hmm. Thing. <laughs> you out there on vacation? You need to go on vacation a little bit more often, man. That's all I. That's all I need. <laughs> I need to be out there in these streets a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, a little bit more out in these streets. So um, yeah. Um, so please uh, make sure you guys check us out. Um, I definitely would appreciate it if um, you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at The Lab Tech Show. We're trying to build up those social handles. We need to do a better job of posting more content um, yeah. on those channels. Right now is just uh, the promo of The Lab, but we got to start posting articles or something like that. And so that way we can start providing more quality content um on our socials and i think we're going to probably keep um our respective um youtube channels as the show if i'm correct um as opposed to building it out from scratch on youtube um i don't know we'll we'll, we'll talk about it over we'll the summer and, and and we'll see what we can do so uh, but yeah. yeah make sure you follow us i definitely would appreciate it and uh, next week is the 30th the last day of june and um 
it'll be a Wednesday, and uh, we'll close out June one more time with me doing my thing, uh, and then we're going to switch over yeah. into July uh, with you um, uh, running Ecamm. So enjoy your vacation, my brother. And uh, until it. next week, um, it is what it is. Uh, I'm going to go root for these Hawks. And uh, we're actually right now 46 Atlanta, Milwaukee 47. So uh, we're, 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 we're right there. So um, mm-hmm. I'll, well, I'll, I'm looking up and Trey is on the ground. So I don't know if he want to look right. Oh, he, he just got clothes lined in the neck. You don't, um, you don't want to watch the TV. Right? Okay. Well, don't, don't yeah. hate on me, but we just going to say go Hawks. And uh, if we can just sneak out one win, um, one win uh, in Milwaukee, yeah. we might have we, we might have a shot. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Good luck with that, boy. The hate is real. <laughs> the hate is real.